back to COVID construction episode number greater than five. Yeah, it's somewhere around six. Oh. Greater than five. Yeah. Um, let's see. Quick math. We did four episodes before the move, and this is our third episode after the move. Seven? Seven. I don't know why this podcast makes us do so much math. It's like ping pong. Just pops mm. out of nowhere. I miss ping pong. Oh, it's been a while. I still have my I see. paddle <laughs> right here. <laughs> Remember the day we bought our paddles? Uh, that was... Never felt more alive in my whole existence. So long ago. I didn't know there were so many different types of ping pong paddles. Yeah, Walmart had three versions of just the pen brand. 3.0, 4.0, and 5.0. Which I got the 5.0, <laughs> and that is not respect reflected in my career total against Claire. <laughs> to be fair, you did get the 4.0. I think I have the 3.0. Really? We can, um, we can check. 3.0. That's embarrassing. It's a competition battle. Do they make non-competition battles? They should. I think they should. What would be on those? For fun. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they're just the Pips Out versions. The what? Pips Out. So instead of being flat like that, they're the ones with the pokies on them. Mm -hmm. Oh, I see what you're saying. Mm -hmm. Do the ones that were occasionally on Funnel have that? Mm -hmm. No. Amateurs. Amateurs. How's the construction doing? Um, the building is still standing. These so days, that's pretty nice. <laughs> that's good. They're still done with the roof. They didn't go back in progress there. <laughs> <laughs> um, I see another building, though, and I don't know what it is. It's, like, down. Do they start building another building since we've been gone? This one right next to it? Um... I see it's more next to Clark. It's like the next thing left of Clark. Mm -hmm. I think that's the Coors Center. I mean, that would make sense. I was standing on the uh, at the wall of windows on the fifth floor last night, just staring at Denver. You can see so much from there. But, yeah, I think that Supposedly, from hearing the 20-year plan, the campus elevation rises as you get closer to federal and I-70. Hmm. So that makes sense. Which, like, it doesn't really seem that there's all that much difference, but then I think if you're paying attention to it and you're on campus, there's definitely a rise there. So if you're at the, the DNA cross and then you look down toward mm -hmm. O'Connell, you can definitely tell that it slopes down. Well, there's all those stairs, too. Mm, yeah. Mm -hmm. So. What things are popping at Regis right now? The sprinklers were popping. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the grass. Mm -hmm. It's really green. It looks it's like Ireland green. out there. <laughs> um, but it's supposed to snow, so that might... <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Cool. And then... 
to dinner at about 5.30, and then we eat outside. Um, I guess we haven't seen them for a day or two. But usually there's, like, a dog hangout club. It's like a... Kind of like Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, but for dogs. So you can have daddy take care of <laughs> Yeah, I think that's fair as well. So these, there'll be one, one guy is usually there first. He comes with... Tabitha. Our favorite. He's like a white poodle mixed with... Are they, is it, are they both golden doodles? I think that might be true. Oh yeah, that would make sense. Mm-hmm. So she has longer hair. She's awesome. She prances. I think she might be as tall as Claire. (laughs) (laughs) But she shows up and her dad is there. And then she kind of plays around a little bit or eats some some water. (laughs) And then usually Cash, who is a shaved golden doodle, comes sprinting in (laughs) from somewhere. From a corner. From a corner, yeah. Always the corner by Loyola and the library. <laughs> and then they meet and they play for a little bit. And then Cash's dad shows up. With his backpack. With a backpack <laughs> from which he always pulls a beverage. And we don't really know what the beverage is. There's always enough to share with his <laughs> dad. <laughs> um, and then there's that other dog that comes along. The brown one? Yeah. No, I don't know that one. So I don't know. Yeah. So then these dogs just hang out and have a good time. One day, Tuesday, a husky showed up and it played. What was its name? I don't remember. Xanadu or something like that. What was like Sparkface or... Oh, um, yeah. It was something, yeah. It, it seems like a intense, <laughs> yeah, husky name. I think it worked though. That dog was very well behaved. Mm-hmm. Unlike our other friend Luna, <laughs> which Luna showed up on Monday, and Luna has <laughs> habits. Not changed at all. When we first met Luna, we were sitting at our dinner spot. And this dog came in from the side with its owner. And it took off toward a squirrel. It was off leash. It took off toward a squirrel. Which we think was a fake out. Because as soon as it got like out of reach of the owner by several meters, it turned a hard right and ran across the parking lot behind the library straight at us. And we like dogs. We were like, okay, here we go. This is so exciting. Here's this dog. And Luna came sprinting over and body checked me. And so I kind of tried to hug her but push her away because it was a little frightening. Then she came between the two of us and was trying to crawl up onto the table but kept missing the steps so she would get halfway up and then fall down. And then she looped around behind Claire where she... She won the battle. (laughs) Jumped up onto the table and just attack the to-go boxes that were closed mm-hmm. and only got a piece of bread Luna's owner was then distraught oh. I promised I'd feed her 
But on Monday, I saw Luna. Luna showed up, was playing with the other dogs. And then Luna's owner tried to grab her. And that's when Luna made a beeline to someone sitting at a table adjacent to me. And jumped on the table and started <laughs> eating their dinner. <laughs> so she's great, but fiendish. She just knows what she wants. And will go after it, no matter the cost. I wonder if this was her first time back on campus. Oh, she got in trouble again? Yeah. Listen, Maybe. Luna, if you can be good, then we'll go back to Regis. Okay. <laughs> We might not ever see Luna again. But as long as we see Tabitha, I think it's okay. Agreed. Tabitha just seems like a proper dog. She does, yeah. I wonder if Tabitha and Cash are related. Yeah, I don't know. They look very similar, but I don't know to what extent that's just their... <laughs> their breed. Free. Yeah. But their coloring is almost exactly right. There's that cat. In the alleyway, an alley cat, as it were. I saw it this morning. Why are they called alley cats? Just because they've been seen in alleys? Yeah, that seems to be likely. Who's it going? Anash. <laughs> <laughs> if they're open, I'm going. I've been feeling like I want a cat or dog these last few days. Yes. Just something to. <laughs> As I cannot touch any humans at the moment. Oh. Someone who will at least acknowledge your presence. Sully does a great job of that, but sometimes it's just not satisfaction. Hmm. That's fair. I don't know if I got a cat. Yeah. Oh. With a fish. That was dangerous. Would be dangerous. I should put a an air lid, mm. a breathable lid on Sully's tank, maybe. Sully survived this far. I think he could survive a cat. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of cat would you get? Mm, the cats that are really active. Uh huh. But not like they have a name. They have a name. It's their breed. <laughs> mm. But and they're not just like... active cats by Target. <laughs> they're like, you can train them. Uh huh. What do they look like? Spotty. Like a tabby cat? Or no. a calico? No, those are really pretty. Mm -hmm. I don't know what they're called. But they, they're like longer than most cats. Mm. Basketball cats? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what they're called, hmm. but well, those ones. Okay, I feel good about that. Might name him Scout. Hmm. Where does that name come from? My name list. Oh, right. I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> if you... Does the name list keep growing, or if you were to someday run out of names, will that just be the end of having animals or children? No, they keep they keep rotating, changing. So I definitely go through and get rid of names that I no longer like, and add names that I do. I actually added a name recently, but then 
it contradicts with one of my top names. So oh no. I'll figure that out later. <laughs> hmm. What do you mean it contradicts? Well, I really love the name Eleanor. Mm-hmm. The name is Theodore. <laughs> I don't like the results that much. <laughs> <laughs> There's a dog in the back of the car that just pulled out of that driveway. Hmm. So many pets in today's uh, episode. Secret Life of Pets right here. That movie is actually kind of funny. I didn't actually see it. Hmm. I think I've seen the opening 10 minutes. That probably is good enough. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) That was a good movie. (laughs) There were some funny parts. Now there's a dachshund in it, right? Yes. It's grumpy. That's how I picture Dale. No, he's pretty happy. He's just very needy and lazy. So he just kind of like <laughs> lays there. So when he sees people, he gets really excited and he runs up and like will maybe paw them one time. But then he just <laughs> rolls over immediately. And his favorite activity is going under a blanket and falling asleep. Mm-hmm. So he'll do that for most of the morning. And then, for example, when my dad comes home for lunch or if I were to come home at that time, then he'll pick his head up and he'll get really excited that someone's there. And he kind of does this full body tail wag sort of thing. Mm-hmm. But he can't decide if he should get off the couch <laughs> or just wait. So often he'll just wait there for you, for someone to come and talk to him. And then he's very excited, very licky. But he's also getting to that age where his breath kind of smells terrible, mm-hmm. you know, because his teeth are falling out. Maybe you should start brushing them <laughs> from distance. <laughs> no, I was alluding back to your. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, I can start licking his teeth. Yeah, that seems about right. I don't know if I would put my tongue in there, though. That seems dangerous for my. <laughs> My tongue's existence. Uh, uh, <laughs> I still just <laughs> that like blows my mind. Continue. Yeah, that's why I always think I'm under attack. <laughs> Apparently, they're doing construction inside the <laughs> air ducts right now. Maybe. I think it's the. Sometimes the trash sounds like that. Uh, sometimes, but it's already been this morning. Yesterday. Hmm. I keep thinking I can hear something like knocking in here, oh, in the ceiling. Coughing from that direction yesterday. Oh I was like, <gasps> but I'm sure it's just the vents. Huh. I mean, I wouldn't put it out of the question. What? What? I think you just forgot how to speak English. Anyway. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Um, lazy, lazy, <laughs> but happy, but happy, yeah, yeah. At one point, I had this thought about maybe I shouldn't be a peer minister and I could just live off campus because then maybe my dog could come live with me. Because I am, according to his adoption papers, I am the legal owner. Thanks, mom. <laughs> um, but you know, so I got to live with him from fourth grade until twelfth grade and then two summers after that, I guess three summers, two summers, 
the summer after I graduated, summer after freshman year, yeah. and the summer after sophomore year, but I had this realization that homeboy is about to turn 12, and they have a 12 to 15 year lifespan, and maybe I would like to spend some time living with Dale while I can, so I suggested to my, well, maybe I'll just live here, and then Dale can come and live with me. I think my mom just said, no, Dale's not leaving. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you home if you want to live with Dale. <laughs> so, you know, you hate to see it. You really do. But, I am interested in having my own animals. Maybe next year. <laughs> maybe if I become CU Denver's aquatic supervisor. Oh, wait, it was CU? Yeah, I thought it was Metro. But it's CU Denver. Steph and I are looking into joining their master's team. Oh, really? See you every Tuesday, Thursday. <laughs> we just record podcasts into. <laughs> what is their master's team? For swim. Oh. Yeah. Uh-huh. So we both really miss, we were both swimmers. Uh-huh. And we really miss meets. Yeah. But more so, we used to just go swimming on Fridays. Mm-hmm. That was like the only exercise we do in a week. Because <laughs> we'd be like, oh, well, we could go swimming. Or we could, like, go get coffee. <laughs> we really just wanted to do something together. Mm-hmm. But if we were on, like, a team, we'd right. have instruction and also, like, mm-hmm. other people besides us. <laughs> right. Counting on us? I don't know if they count on those. <laughs> Expecting us to show up. We have a financial input besides the free pool passes that yeah, that's fair. we just kids. Mm-hmm. So. Hmm. Yes. Well, <laughs> updated my resume for it last night. Mm-hmm. Yesterday, actually. I'll let you know. Same. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if recording a podcast in a pool space would be a good idea. Mm-hmm. First of all, there's water, Those and that's not good. Videos? But I it's super echoey, usually. Yeah. We have a lot of home videos of swim meets. Uh-huh. And they're kind of cool, because you do get just, like, a lot of different sound. Wow. <laughs> uh-huh. The water is going. Uh-huh. Who filmed your home videos? Hmm. When we were younger, it was my dad. Uh-huh. And my mom got really into, like, photography. Mm. So we kind of moved away from that. Now my sister likes taking videos when we're all together. On a camera? When we were little. Now it's her phone. Huh. That was, like, so fast. That did go by really quickly. Our fans probably want a few more minutes. <laughs> Um, I don't want to sound hip or cool, but I am interested in material photographs and videos as opposed to having entirely digital mechanisms. Yeah. One of my teachers 
professors, I apologize, was talking about this the other day, and she said, my grandma has boxes and boxes full of pictures, and my life goal <clears throat> is to be just like her, because I hope someday if I have children, that then my children's children will come to my house, and I'll open this these boxes of old pictures up, because that is dope, and I think it's awesome. I think that's kind of cool. Um, get along very well with my mom. Yeah. We have an entire bookshelf that has my entire life chronicalized, <laughs> but it started way before me. Right. I don't usually look through those because mm -hmm. I'm not in them. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm aware that it's definitely something that we probably act like, oh, people have been doing this forever, when in reality it's only been happening on the scale that it happened for our parents generation and before with the rise of cheaper film and things like that so at most I mean cameras have only been around since the mid 1800s anyways anyway and so it's just it's also a relative blip on the human time scale that being said I know that I have a tendency of taking a lot of pictures on my phone that never go anywhere else other than my phone I'm also thinking about deleting Facebook right now. What? Yeah, yeah. I know. Having the ability to look up any... It's like having a CIA <laughs> database at my fingertips. It really is. And as we've gone through the coronavirus thing and I've been looking at people's Facebook posting, I'm either A, tired of shenanigans, B, tired of spending time on it, and C, feel sad when I'm there sometimes do you ever feel like that's a huge source of like information though well yeah that's the awkward thing is that mm -hmm. i think i do get a fair amount of but yeah i don't know so when i think about what i what information per se that i get from the social medias i think it's mostly cultural information so i'm able to keep up with trends and memes and and kind of the the culture mm -hmm. of this time but on Facebook I really don't keep up with a lot of culture because it's it's just that if I'm looking to social media to keep me updated on the the trends of culture so that I can be woke it seems like Facebook is not doing that because most of the meme culture that I encounter is through Instagram anyway it's just the fact that Facebook is mostly my friends and acquaintances, you know, we mm -hmm. kind of keep track of each other there. Yeah. Whereas something like Instagram is where I consume content. So I think about getting rid of, rid of Facebook, <laughs> buying a, a, um, a film-based camera. Interesting. And just evaporating into the 50s. I watched multiple videos last night um, because I was looking for tips and tricks on how to reduce environmental impact of my impact of my living situations so I was hoping to look at videos that depicted life at different in different decades to see what tips and tricks there were <laughs> and I accidentally stumbled onto these kind of almost propaganda like home planning videos so it was like 
this is how your family should be run. And it showed these really idyllic families. One of them showed this family that, like, really got their life together by planning and working together. But, like, the kids were terrible. They were so rude. And I hated <laughs> watching this family. And I didn't want, like, I don't know why people were acting like that was normal or to be expected. What medium was this on? This is on YouTube. Okay. But these kids were so entitled and rude to their parents. And the parents were just clueless. <laughs> like, they didn't know how to... Mother, I'm just... no one seems to care that I have a date at 7. And you were supposed to have dinner ready at 6. And it's not ready. I can't believe this. Make your own dinner, <laughs> Tab. And then the son came in. He was like, you said you'd iron my pants. Oh, I'm so sorry. I can't do anything right. Throw these children out right now. <laughs> do not stand for this, mother. So what was the... You said they were very organized? What was the... Um, why were they like that? <laughs> so it was kind of like a, how... It was one of the... It was labeled daily life in the 19, in 1949. But it, I think that that label was <laughs> attached to it later. And what it actually was, was like, here's how you should be managing your home. And so it suggested through narrative storytelling, narrative acting, if you will, that this family had a bunch of problems that they resolved by meeting every Monday night and scheduling with each other so that there was a set schedule so they could be accountable to their schedule as well as learning how to budget so that their money would last through the month every month and they wouldn't be stressed by that talking about responsibilities to the family and then privileges that they had and needed so it was really like here's how your home should be run but it depicted this terrible, <laughs> terrible family. And maybe that was the point, that the family was awful, and some people were like, oh, God, I cannot have this. I got to be scheduling, budgeting, and talking about privileges and responsibilities. But Does this sound like the group of people we fight now? Uh, I think it does in my life. <laughs> hmm. But. Yeah, it might be. <laughs> Are we there? Oh. <laughs> Well, it's Good Friday. Hope everyone's having a good Friday. Um, and uh, thanks for tuning in. Tell your friends. Tell your loved ones. Tell your fur loved ones. Tell your fur family. Fur friends. Fur friends. You don't have to be family. And your mer friends. I'm going to tell Tabitha. Hey, Tabitha. <laughs> Woof. You should listen to our podcast. Well, last thoughts, Claire? It's almost the weekend. And it's Easter weekend. <laughs> All right, Paul. Play us out. <laughs>